0: In this episode, I consider the meaning of self-development and looking at the expectations that I set for myself. And I hope that this will give you some good ideas. This is Cultivating Classroom Management. A leader, teacher, a counselor, a nurse, a social worker, or any other helping professional Who gives must have substance, and they must be of substance. There's a difference between having substance and understanding and being able to deliver content. Of course we need to deliver content. When I think of it, I wouldn't want to have a doctor or a car mechanic or even a salesperson not understand the content of the work that they do, but I also would like my helping professionals, especially doctors, psychologists, or teachers that might come into contact with me or one of my loved ones, I'd like them to have substance. And I think about what that means, what it means to have substance. And when we develop ourselves as teachers and educators, I think about what substance is made of. It's not only intention, but it's deeper. I think about virtues and what that means. A virtue is having high moral standards. And moral standards to me means making sure that no harm is done to others to the best of my ability, always working and treating people with integrity, having fortitude and caring for others, doing what's right for kids and doing what's right for coworkers. That doesn't mean being perfect. It just means that understanding and knowing what is right for others is important and it's important for the work that I do, especially in the educational field. I think about having a value system as an educator, what I value and are my values in alignment with the culture that I'm teaching in, the culture that I'm leading in. When a school culture has good values, then people communicate with one another. They can agree to disagree. They can work through conflict. They can live together, learn together, and have common goals. I think about working from strength and seeing the strength in others. When I think about that, I think about two different teacher candidates who may be going for the same job or two different leadership candidates with equal resumes and equal experience And what makes one – Have different strengths than the other. Sure, it's in the perception, but it's also in what someone can bring to the atmosphere, what they're willing to bring. And I think about myself and what I'm willing to bring and how I can work on that. I can work on that by being vulnerable, being vulnerable to change, to feedback to knowing that I'm not perfect. I think it's important for me to continue and others to continue in the educational field towards self-development. Self-development means not having somebody else tell you to change, but having a high standard of work for self. And over the years, I've been able to say jeez, I can look back and see how I needed to work on something, see how my skills were weaker then or my skills were not as developed and value continuous growth and feedback from trust in individuals. I think about trust and about being trustworthy. Am I trustworthy with students? Do I say what I mean and follow through? Can I look at my imperfections? Can I be open to my blind spots? Do I learn something new from my students every day? I do. I know I do. And I'm sure that I give something to my students. At least I hope so. Self development means being able to really feel my emotions and use them professionally. When I feel joy, I should really feel joy, not just respond to crises or emergencies in the in the school, not just plow myself through, through paperwork. In times of stress, I've seen myself do that and I've seen other educators and that helps us to become burnt out. So feeling joy is really, really important. It's really powerful. So when I talk about joy, I think about the very small accomplishments of students and staff members, fellows, uh, colleagues, people growing and learning, and I can celebrate those accomplishments and make sure I name them and let parents know what what students are doing well, what, what their children are doing well, have assemblies and have teas and coffees and invite parents to celebrate what students are doing well to inform parents that their students are doing well, to give them a call. I can feel joy at my own self-growth and discovery. I can celebrate the success of my supervisors in the school. And a part of self-development is to also feel empathy. empathy. Empathy for other people's struggles. Empathy for what a student might be going through that I don't quite understand but I'm willing to listen to and to understand the difference between empathy and sympathy. Sympathy simply means feeling sorry for someone, whereas empathy means putting yourself in their place. And I think that's really important. Finally, we all have to experience failure and work through failure. And I think that in order to really experience success, For me, I have to learn from my mistakes and grow as a person and develop from those failures or where I fall short. It doesn't necessarily have to be labeled as a failure all the time, but there are times that I fall short. I think about the atmosphere that I want to work in, and I think about the atmosphere that I want to learn in, and I think about a climate is nurturing as long as the leadership is nurturing. And I think about the cactus plant. The cactus plant needs little water and little nurturing. But the cactus plant also has spines that stick out and they keep people away. And I think I when I've worked in environments where I've had little nurturing and little water, little food, <laughs> And it's very dry. Of course, the first instinct is to protect oneself. And I don't see that as a flourishing learning environment. A learning environment is one where, where we can take risks and we can grow and learn in a place where there's some nurturing or at least support. I have to be the best mentor I can to others, but I have to be the best mentor I can for myself. So self-development also means something concrete, which is that reading up on current practices, whether it's in books or journals or websites, asking colleagues if I can observe their practices. It's helpful to me. Seeing what other people do, getting good ideas from other people, Also going to conferences and if need be, I pay for them myself. I do that a couple of times a year so that I can continue to learn things that are outside of the realm of the district or what they pay for and to go to as many workshops as possible that relate to my work inside of the district or the school. So these little tips or about self-development that I found, but maybe you have your own. And I think that this in turn prevents teacher burnout or leader burnout, and it helps to build uh, stamina and a sense of resilience. As long as we develop ourselves in the position, it's exciting and it feels good to be there. When we feel bored and we feel stifled, and it's not an environment to grow, then it's hard to be in the position. And then our work suffers and our students pick it up. So thank you very much. This is Cultivating Classroom Management.